0: Welcome to uh, Wine, Women, and Songs' first field trip podcast. <laughs> uh, we are here at the Great Grapes Wine Festival in beautiful, I guess this is Hockeysville, uh, Maryland, you know. Yeah.
1: Okay, sure. Yeah. Um,
0: it's beautiful today. thats gorgeous. Right? We lucked out. As beautiful Megan says, day. I dialed up perfect weather.
1: You did. Good job.
0: Well, for the past uh, two-ish hours, uh, the podcasters who are with me today have spent uh, the time out in the festival tasting a bunch of wine. So here with me today, we're going to go from my left are Annie Gill,
2: Heather Lockhart Wheeler, Kate Struth Bittner, Kimberly Christie, Gabrielle Demere, Megan Dimock.
0: Wonderful. And so, uh, just to give you guys an idea, uh, so you know what's to come, is. I paired them all up uh, in in couples and sent them out into the festival with a budget uh, with which to purchase their wines. Um, and uh, and then they went out and they came back and uh, they each brought uh, some wines that I had bagged up, so they know what they picked, but the rest of us don't know what they picked. Um, so it'll be fun. and We're going to figure out. You know, these were supposed to be their favorite of what they. Uh, found, although I, I hear some mixing things. What, what did we discover when we were out in the festival, ladies? A There's lot of, sweet lot of yes.
3: There's <laughs> a lot of fruit out there.
0: A lot of fruit. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but I like Jay's cellar better. me too.
0: You guys are so kind. Um, <laughs> yeah, but yes. Yeah, so I mean, earlier we were discussing pre-podcast about. Um, why are there so many sweet wines there's probably what how many how much percentage would you guys I would out say there, 70,
2: at least yeah. 70 80 percent oh really yeah it oh, yeah. sounds like a lot did you have a different wine tasting experience Ms. Oh. Oh. vip <laughs> well
4: the, so we were disappointed in the vip tasting only in that i mean the wines were probably better than the other wines but one of the vip wines that we wanted to purchase was not available for purchase why huh. you have to go to the vineyard i guess so um, so we were, because we were going to bring that back. Um, no. So we were disappointed. It was from. The, so what we wanted to bring back was a sparkling wine. It was a Blanc de Blanc champagne, mm. or champagne style right. no, I'm disappointed. from um, <laughs> from Great Shoals Vineyard, and it was very tasty. But when we went, he was like, "Oh, I didn't bring any of that today." And we're like, mm. and he said, "Try this. It's a sweet sparkling." We're like, eh, "No yeah. thanks." <laughs>
5: so. so in general, not
0: big sweet wine fans no. in this yeah. group.
5: Only if it's
6: a true dessert. I wine. am. Yeah. I
5: like you it are? If it's like
6: I love wine. sweet wine, but I got sweetened out. Sweetened yeah. Out. It was too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. When you're doing sugar? a big tasting like this, when you get that many sweet wines back to back, you start to kind of, your palate gets a little dull. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think because it's overload.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah.
6: And I mean, the varieties of sweets, there was a huge variety from like a traditional dessert wine to almost like a wine cooler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, all together, maybe if it was just one or two, it would be more palatable. But altogether together, it was a little overwhelming. It got to be too much. Yeah, and yeah. they're also
4: expensive. But too, the price point is like, you know, I mean, nothing was under like fourteen or fifteen dollars, and mm-hmm. most of it I wouldn't normally.
5: You'd pay like right.
4: nine bucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. well,
0: just... what was it, Heather? You said you, you and I were talking about how. Uh, one of the early vineyards that hit in Maryland, Bordy. Oh,
1: yeah, Bordy. Had a
0: lot of those types of sweeter wines.
1: So, yeah, so my question was, I was just, my hypothesis was, I'm wondering if everybody's looking at Bordy's, you know, market or how they made their money. Their business model. Their business model. Yeah. Thank you. That's the word I wanted. Thank you, Paige. <laughs> their business model and saying, oh, my gosh, look at all that jazzy sangria or whatever they Because right. so, I know that that was a huge, that was a huge seller for them. Uh, And it was very tasty. I mean, I'm not gonna, you know, but, um, and so I'm wondering if that's what most of the vineyards think that Maryland wine
0: drinkers want. Well, I don't know if it's most of Maryland wine drinkers, but I think in general, I mean, in general, if you look at the percentage of wine drinkers in the United States of America, there are a lot more people who drink sweet wines than you think, I guess and I guess they guess. drink at yeah. a volume usually right. that's because much greater than the dry wine.
1: Isn't white Zinfandel like the it's highest-selling a, wine? What?
0: Well, it white Zinfandel actually. There's a, uh, a a major white Zinfandel put out by. Um, Beringer. Beringer. Yes. yes. And that they they sell some somewhere around three and a half to four million. Last time I. Was had a presentation three and a half to four million cases wow. of White Zinfandel a year. And one of the things they talk about is that gives us money to play and make the wines we really want to make. Yeah, so true. there are a lot of other Behringer wines that are yeah. not yeah. like no, White no, but they make bank on that
5: because it's a safe bet. People know what they're going to get. They don't yep. want to take a chance. Yeah, that's right. So I guess if you're
1: relating it to opera, like if you had an opera company, you know, your sweet wines <laughs> would be like your Madam and, <laughs> and your Carmen, yeah. 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 or maybe a can, Mouse. Maybe yeah, a little bit. And,
0: and okay. I guess the other thing is that, and, and I guess in those sentimental operas, back to back to back to back, back can be too much. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, yeah, give um, you a
1: toothache.
0: Yeah. So uh, we we just ran out of that music. But one of the things I wanted to add on that was that. Um, also, in general, Americans tend to like sweeter things. Yeah. Yes. Um, you know, they, they like yeah, sweeter things, so they gravitate towards that. Huh. Um, there's even a movement that's come about in the last four or five years, and, I'm, and I don't know if you taste it anywhere you're out there, of having sweet red wines. Yes, yes. yes. there are, mm-hmm.
5: yes. There are many. Yeah. Yeah. Red Some wines. Of those. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Some ice wine. Yeah. Yeah. Ice wine, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, without further ado, because we, I did supersize this podcast because it's a field trip and it's a special occasion, so I added an extra selection oh so, to, to today. So we have four wines to get through, and I don't oh. want to... Four um, wines and...
4: And five
0: songs? Uh, yes, and a play out
4: song.
0: That's Holy right. shnikes. Let's right. get this. Holy shnikes. Let's right. get this. So song. Song. So so have have everybody middle. have their we glasses.
4: Yeah, we can't like, you know, wax poetic for a long, <laughs> long time.
0: Well, yes. I'll keep us, I'll try to keep us on point. This my song
1: and I liked it.
0: And uh, <laughs> what I wanted to say is, um, what I want to say is, uh, I know you've tasted a lot of wine and some of us have to drive. so. I didn't bring a dump bucket, but we're outdoors, so if you're done, just make sure you don't dump on any of your (laughs) neighbors just dump it on the ground. (laughs)
2: Give to Mother Nature. We're on a hill, so just be aware. Be aware, yes, we're on a hill. Please don't dump on my daughter.
0: (laughs) Yes. She is downhill. Who's not drinking, for everybody listening? I'm Uber. Daughter's not drinking.
2: Yes.
0: Very good. All right. Ladies.
2: Cheers. Cheers.
1: Jeez, I
7: can't get out of this chair. chair.
4: That was a great, yeah. great, recording of that. Yes. Pardon the uncha 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 in well, the Well, I'm background. not sure how much of that came through like, until
0: the very quiet portion. <laughs> yeah, so
4: there is live music here at the wine festival, so if you've uh-huh. been in the background. But that was not us
2: <laughs> coughing, uncha, uncha. Yeah. that was... Yeah. <laughs> live recording, so
0: this selection was from...
3: Oh, St. Olaf's Choir. That's yeah. vegan selection, anyway. my, right. Yeah, my, my selection. And, um, and everybody knows the piece yeah but not that
2: that that that, um arrangement of it I I
3: loved how it built I picked it I picked it because um, I you know sometimes with music you've got great big gangbusters and you've got really difficult things to sing and it, it's like running a marathon but to me this is just like a massage and not even a massage <laughs> to to give you pain to try and work out things. It's just a massage. It's just very pleasant. We're sitting in beautiful weather. It's, mm-hmm. it's lovely. It's yeah. clean. Yeah. It's, it's familiar. It's, it's very easy. well done. Yeah. 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 Very well done.
0: And St. Olaf Choir. What, it's like a hundred-plus-year tradition there.
7: Yeah.
0: Um, I know, I, I was tearing up listening to this again. It's like the third time I've listened to it since <laughs> it was submitted. And um, for me, I have choral background, very strong growing up, and went to college in Indiana, and we were always, oh, we want to be like the St. Older Choir whatever. <laughs> And So They've only had four conductors in yeah. their hundred-plus-year wow. history, and all of their conductors have been in the choir previously. Yeah. Wow. So. It's this really, really amazing tradition, and you can just hear the, the beauty of the ensemble mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, it was a live recording. Mm-hmm. Somebody took it from the audience, so you know, Fair. somebody nearby, you know, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. like a lozenge. But that live energy, you just can't oh, capture. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, are they an all-professional choir? No, no it's, no, a, it's all... a
0: school,
2: right? Yep, it's a school. Okay. It's like oh. a Lutheran, I think, university, oh, okay. and Evangelical they're really, Lutheran. yep. But I've had friends that have gone there, and they their choral singing is always spectacular.
0: Yeah, and and that song, I mean, it's uh, well, it's nobody funny. knows how old it is. Nobody knows who wrote it. Yeah. You know, it's folky. Uh, it's very folky. Yes. It's yeah. been. Yes. I mean, there's there's history. Mm-hmm. They talk about it coming from Canada and it's the fur traders and coming down. I mean, it's but it's all lore, and nobody yeah. knows. And sea chanties mm-hmm. and all sorts of things. It's really kind of cool. And then
3: it's kind of developed contemporary, like
2: the Song of Virginia, like they, they you know. Right. Like, right. So. It's one of the truly American songs. Yeah. There aren't, there's not a huge, you know, history of, of truly American song um, that you can't trace to, you know, a composer. These sort of folk, folk songs that have been passed out.
0: Right. And I, and I picked it first because... Well, how could you not for this kind of <laughs> setting, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's perfect. It's kind of perfect opening. Um, so, what do you think of the first wine?
4: It's yummy. Yeah. It's yummy. It's really yeah, good. it has it has some nice acidity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like a number of the wines that we tasted in there, even the ones that were not that were labeled dry. Yeah, they're sweet. Really <laughs> yeah, they were still sweet, or they didn't have a lot of acidity, or they were just like um, like water. Like you could, yeah. there wasn't much flavor to them. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: so mm-hmm. this this was not that. I had some some apple notes, mm-hmm. maybe some pear, but a nice kind of like grassiness
0: too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: effervescent quality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Saul's bubbles. It was yummy. Yeah, it was smooth. smooth yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like think food. this would be a good, actually yes, a good seafood wine. Yeah. I was just going to say, it oh, needs some food yes. to go with it. I agree. So, like, yes. if you were, I mean, and then since we're in Maryland, I can see why... I, I, if I was a Maryland winemaker, I'd be like, I want to make this wine and then have it with crabs. Yeah. yeah. And I can totally oh yeah. See how this great great would with
5: great. That seafood. would be very nice. Yeah. yeah. Also, nice whatever berry. that pita was, it has like a garlic taste to it, which was really nice. <laughs> with oh wine. yeah. Oh, okay.
7: That's <laughs> well, the naan. The, non, non, the,
5: the yeah. naan, yes. Yeah, that we're yes. eating. It has like that yeah. garlic flavor. Yeah. It has a garlic oil brushed on it. Uh, that that, that so nice flavor with this wine, If that's what it needed to give it a little extra zing. Perfect. We like
0: the extras, in anyway. Yes. <laughs> Alright, so I will uh move on to selection two and pour wine number two while that while that plays. <laughs>
7: i
4: I think of Monteverdi, I think of like gardens and outside Absolutely. and so um, this is uh, I'm going to see if uh, I'll butcher the Italian so pardon me but uh, vago ag- agiletto che cantando vai and the translation is little wandering bird that goes <laughs> singing your time gone by with weeping notes seeing the night and the winter near and the day and all the joyful months behind if knowing your own heavy sorrows, you could know of my state like your own, you would fly to this disconsolate breast to share your grievous sadness with me. And the uh, this is from the uh, L'Arpeggiata group, um, and it was uh, madrigal, um, and it's off of the Teatro de Amor album. Um, but, you know, we were talking about nature and outside and. It just makes me
5: happy. It It makes you think of a garden party. It does. Yes. yes.
4: You know, looking, and little birds, and there was like a bird chirping when we started the song. You know. Appropriate.
0: (laughs) It's funny because Google Translate made it uh, vague little drunk.
7: (laughs)
2: Vague little
7: drunk. (laughs) 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 But
0: it's also appropriate for the wine. Yes. Yes, yes, perhaps.
2: Vague little drunk. I don't know if the song sounded vague (laughs) or drunk. (laughs) Yes. Yes.
0: (laughs) Very lively. And the the ensembles of all of these... uh, artists that do these motivated recordings. I mean they're just
4: they're yeah. spot on.
5: Because yeah. it's not easy music. Yeah. It no, sounds no, like happy. So you see it on the page you're like, Wait, yeah. what? <laughs> it has to be very clean. You can't get
1: bogged down in the notes. Yep. Yeah. And I think I I really enjoyed the part. Um I think it was towards the, the end where it was very dissonant and they just they ground that and they're just like, yes, we are. We are meaning to sing these notes like that. Yes, <laughs> yes and you will enjoy it. And it's yes. funny because at first you hear it, you think it's wrong, and, and you know, and that was, that was, that was of the time. But you know, they, and they really loved their dissonance and, and all those chords. But it's funny because when you hear it, it's like, oh wait, no, that's wrong. But then all of a sudden you're like, oh no, it's there so it right. Yeah, and I, I love it, and I love how they took their time. To really resolve that and get point. there yes, yeah. Yeah, and then yes. Get to the resolve that was lovely yeah
4: and i always feel like this group um jumped up. they everything they do has like a very kind of improvisatory ah, uh-huh. feel yeah. to it like it's not they don't get stuck in certain tempi and i feel like they're always kind of just
1: enjoying themselves very organic mm-hmm.
3: yes 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 I felt like when I was listening to it, I immediately had a picture in my head. I knew what the women would be wearing, uh-huh. I, knew, yep. I, knew I knew what it, their yeah. hair would be like, it, and I don't know if I always get that same picture when I listen to a piece of music, but I had a picture yeah. of exactly what it
1: was.
7: Nice. Yeah. So, do we one want to one number two? Sure. Yeah. Two. Rose. It's yeah. a rosé. It's a rosé. I Yeah, I was expecting it
5: to be sweeter because of yeah. this, the color. Yeah, the color. But I, but maybe that's just from the way from that today has gone. To yes, <laughs> yeah, today. I would say it's like off-sweet, kind of. Yes.
1: Or off-dry.
4: Off-dry, off-dry. off-dry. slightly yes. sweet. Because there's, there's a little bit of sweetness, but it's totally, not like...
0: Totally, I, I would, I'd be very interested to talk to this winemaker because they don't have it on the label See if there's a little bit of residual sugar in there. Uh, yeah. Not yeah. a lot, but a little Just bit. A little you know, tiny bit. Mm-hmm. kind of like some off-dry Rieslings had. Yeah. Yes. Just a tiny bit. Um, I feel like well, I may the have smell is
2: this. the smell is different than the taste. Yeah. Like yeah. you smell it and you expect you're going to be like, I don't know, it's, it's going to be super syrupy sweet. Mm-hmm. Like. Because there's
0: like florals and actually mm-hmm. I hate to use this scripted with wines, but it actually smells like grape. Oh. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it really does.
2: <laughs> and like yeah. some tropical. Yeah, a I little bit. Trump yeah, berries. But it definitely smells yeah. like sugary and mm-hmm. sweet on the...
0: And then you take a sip and you're, and you're like, oh, it's
2: not, it's like, not it's
0: that... Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: it's very subtle. not sweet yeah. at all. And I,
6: I usually don't like rosé, but I liked this one. Oh. Yeah. So this yeah. one spoke to me. Yeah. It um, said, <laughs> yeah. drink me. Yeah. It was, it was <laughs> a good, it's a good balance. Not too sweet, <clears throat> you know, not too dry. Yeah. I like Yeah, it. sometimes yeah. with rosés,
1: it has a tendency to be a bit... Um, hurt the finish. Smack <laughs> yes. you across yes. the
0: case. We're done now. Yeah. <laughs> we're done. like,
1: wait, no, we're not
2: done. Like is a it bad break or, or the color like, different than most rosés? Yeah. It's almost it's like lighter, l- oran- it's right? It's orange. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, it's kind yeah. of peachy. I mean, I just, I take a picture It's a little more orangey little
0: than different. pink or a more salmony y Yeah. Orangey yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: It's a different yeah. kind of color. Yeah. So, Jay, I've noticed that um, in the markets now, it seems like rosé is, maybe I just eliminated it from everything i purchased but right. it seems like they're really selling it it's trendy it's summer it's water kind of expensive, actually. <laughs> That's i personally think it's rosé season
0: year round but oh, um, okay. but it is rosé season it is warm. yeah yes. but um, is it
3: more common now well yes summer. and
0: actually um on my other podcast um i actually <laughs> recently reviewed a rosé and talked about how as a wine category it's last year to this year it has one increases of sales for rosé as a wine category have gone up 50 percent. they still only represent about one and a half percent of the total still wine market but um but for the category that's a huge jump um i'm me personally i wonder if that's going to change the nature of roses Mm -hmm. i've often said that i found roses to be A winemakers kind of passion project or Uh something they really wanted to do because rosés weren't going to be big sellers Mm -hmm. so they were making it because they had something very specific in mind and they really wanted to make that wine so chances are if you got a rosé from you know a a, a winemaker it was something they really want to make because they knew it wasn't gonna be like unless it's a sweet Blush rosé wine, uh, aka white Zinfandel. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not a dry rosé. wasn't going to be like a big seller, so they weren't making it to like make bank. They were making it because it was close to their heart. And I've actually asked a few winemakers that question, and they have all said yes. It's a, it's something I really wanted to do. So
3: I feel like the the price point is a little higher than a, a white wine. White wine would be like a comparable rosé to a comparable white you know i mean you can get in but you can do it it, it just could, seems like the it could be
0: is. but they are different um i mean i always liken uh rosés are a are a way to bring some red fruit flavors into a white wine profile mm-hmm. so that's why you get things like berries that i think you said heather yeah. and that that you're normally not, not going to get in in a white wine you're not going to be like oh i taste strawberries or raspberries or you're not going to get those things in you know, your Savion Blancs, your Chardonnays, et cetera.
1: It's like right. the Switzerland of wines, right? I mean if you like red wine and you like
0: white wine, you're you'd d- think you know? it would be that way, but Sometimes. it's really not. Yeah.
4: Well, it's really dry yeah. Because it it they it well it depends on the rose, but like dry roses are I think what are, are super popular right now. Right. Yeah. and those and I mean, I like if you
2: don't like dry wine then you yeah. don't to
1: like yeah. you're not yeah. like it. So yeah. yeah, I guess it depends on when what I, you
2: think think. Roses, yeah. I think roses I think but now they're trending more yeah. dry, which yep. I prefer. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. and the French, the French rosés have almost always been dry right. for the most part. Like yes. the uh,
4: de Provence, which are my favorites, usually,
0: so.
4: On to wine number three. I think on we should three. move on to wine number three yeah. and
0: selection number three, so. All right. Perfect. I'm just, I'm just trying Pressing to get ahead forth. of the game here. Let's do it. All right.
7: <laughs> Cleanse the palate. <laughs> I'm man who's <laughs> in the dirt There's a
1: by uh, Strauss, and that is um, uh, an art song selection, and that is, uh, let's see, this is the second one in his, um, second song in his collection for six songs for high voice, and so the reason I chose this is it's um, basically two lovers rendezvousing Mm -hmm. in a beautiful nighttime setting, and um, I just love it because what I love about his art song is that it's just it's a mini opera or like a mini scene of an opera and you know I, I you know it and just think about it I mean like the scene is set with, with it's nighttime and all of the smells and the sounds and the nightingale and somebody's gently calling and there's a there's a stream flowing and, and the moon is shining and and these two lovers are rendez you know rendezvousing in this beautiful setting and I just and the ending I love that every time I see it I just think of the, those old black-and-white films where you know the two romantic leads are kissing, and then like you see it's black and white, and then it's like that little pinhole, and it just goes out, you know, and yes. it's like the end. And it's just, I just find it so beautiful, and she's—I love her. She has a tremendous voice, yeah, and the delicate nature yeah. and the precision that she sings it, and she just—and then she waits and 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 just unleashes that yeah. powerful voice at the very very yeah. end. It's just—it's just perfect. Yeah. It is just her. Yeah. So I love her.
2: I love her Strauss album. Um, oh my gosh. I love her art a... song too because she's this gorgeous dramatic soprano. If you ever, like, I mean I never saw her live, but she's a huge voice. Yes. But when she sings art songs, she scales back and is able mm-hmm. to create so many different colors yes, with her voice yes. and this song in particular it's yes. very delicate it is very and it to that like 164 corey with strauss always at oh the my end gosh, and, it's just and like, then you're just like end, and you're waiting for it <laughs> the whole time <laughs> yes, you're like you're just, waiting uh-huh, for this uh-huh, climax uh-huh, uh-huh. Yes,
1: yes and which she's able
2: home. to deliver because she's got the goods
1: and i think that i love it and i think one of the things i'm always attracted to her voice is is that that is a true artist where she has the power and she can just, she could just blow, blow it out of the water from, from the, but she's making choices Mm -hmm. Uh and, and, and she's using those colors and she's going for the effect and she's really bringing life into the text mm-hmm. and I and I think that what is what makes her so effective as a singer yeah, right all the
2: time always. Well she was certainly an artist too. I remember yes. reading about her and you know, she didn't do a she did a lot of German Lieder, and she felt like tackling the classics, you know, before she ventured into a lot of I mean she's saying mostly, you know, she's like, why would I explore these other composers when I have yet to explore like the breadth of Strauss or like a mm-hmm. Schubert yeah, or Yeah, I know. mean yeah
1: you could I mean Strauss I think he's one of those composers I, I identify with. I, I I love him. I love singing his stuff. And I just, yeah, you could spend a lifetime just doing yeah. Strauss. Yeah. That, <laughs> that, really that, that would be a great life for me. I <laughs> would sign up for that. That would be a life well lived. Amen. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> we'll go to our Strauss Island. Right, yeah. No, no, I have
4: oh. to have Monteverdi. I
2: can't uh, so you so can have island, your Monteverdi island. island. We'll okay, we, Monteverdi. we can visit <laughs> each
1: other's <laughs> islands. Okay. <Take> a <laughs> all right. It'll
2: Very be good. right next <laughs> to,
1: like, Dog and Cat Island. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, perfect. I
6: love this. Yeah. Go from <laughs> Island Island. Oh, I was going to say, it shows what a good technician she is, oh too, God, yeah. because I know if, if any of you all have sung the Strauss bigger soprano repertoire, you know that just the way it's written, yes. you can die on that last you can note. Die. You really you have to, can because die. of yeah. of Pace how, yourself. sometimes how much weight it requires in your voice, or just yes. the way it's written/slash orchestrated. Um, you can get to that final page and feel like you're and gonna scream. Yeah, yeah. you're screaming or you're choking. But she, like you said, she's so strategic about the way she sings it. Um, both artistically and technically, and really yeah. when you get to that level of artistry, they're one of the same. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. So that she just sails through that final passage. And it's so lovely. It's yeah. glorious. Yeah. yeah. It's glorious. <laughs> it is glorious.
1: Well, the other
2: thing I like about Jesse Norman and her German art song in particular is you, you can you see a lot of the text painting because she really yes. is able to bring these other colors. Her diction is quite clear. Oh my gosh. Um, and you're really able to like... I don't know, get sort of a visual, because she's, her voice has so many dimensions yeah. to right. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. right. So and this yeah.
1: song is, like like you said, if you're not ready for this, no. you're like, oh, don't oh, touch oh, it. oh, geez, yeah. oh boy, you know, like, in that, that first intro, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. like, oh, uh, mm-hmm. let's <laughs> count, counting, counting. Where do counting, I come in? Counting, here, yep. no, here, uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's just, <laughs> yeah, it's, and it's, I, isn't it only like five or six pages? Yeah, I can't it's really show. It's fine, like really
0: quickly. It's two minutes long. Yeah,
1: yeah. It, but the it's amount a lot of work for of two stuff that goes into there yeah. is, you know,
0: yeah. plenty.
2: Yeah. Oh, well,
0: I know it's the second time we've had that piece.
2: Oh, really? Oh, it is? Yep. Okay. I, I just
0: couldn't, I was too lazy to figure out when it was or if it <laughs> was Jesse. Oh, it might have even singer? been Jesse the last time. Oh. I was like, oh. Nope, this is the one I'm picking. Yeah, yeah.
4: go with it. It's a fan yeah. favorite. Well, you know yeah.
0: that's the part about being the host—you can make the rules, <laughs> yeah. so you can bend the rules, that's and break right. the rules. It's, good to, rules. The
2: yeah. it's <laughs> good to be the king. Yeah. Good to be the king. Right. As Melbourne said.
0: That's that's good one way to put it. Um, so the third wine.
4: Yeah, it's a little too dry for my taste. A little too yeah. dry for your taste. <laughs> I agree.
1: She returns it to nature. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Give there it to go. Mother Nature. I I like it. Um, I think it has. It has a really good earthiness. It would probably be better with food. Yeah, yes. any yeah. yeah, it doesn't really stand see, alone. Yeah.
1: I I like it because I think for me I like it because it is such a, a sharp contrast as to most of the wines that we. That's true. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Yes, it's it's dry. Um, it's
0: got um like a cedar notes on the nose. Yes, yeah, cedar.
4: There's um there's also I, it's funny because when I taste it I get a little blueberry. I can see a little blueberry. I get yeah.
0: a lot of bright some cherry tart. notes. Yeah, yeah. some
2: tart Art cherry. Yeah. But at this festival in particular, we've had a lot of sweet wines, a lot of white wines. I think it's destroyed of... our palate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's very okay. true. i for personal debt. This
1: yes. <laughs> yes. is it's it's a full-bodied bread. No. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I kind of feel like um, Paige and my experience of that is, I, we didn't sample any sweet wines. So oh, you mine. did it? No. Oh, so we, uh, we always went straight to the, the we t- had the like th- two wine. dessert yeah. wines. oh yeah two, oh you had a much I know, better experience because <laughs> yeah. I know I don't like sweet wines
4: yeah. and I just knew that I'd be like um, know some, thyself. Yeah, well, we we
1: asked we asked a lot of people. You know, what what are you offering today? And so for some some places that we went to, it was all like yeah. you could have a peach yes. wine, you could yeah. have a watermelon wine, yeah. you could have a blueberry
5: wine. Some of them wine. were strictly. Strictly. strictly really, and I
3: think we skipped those. We, we did, and you <laughs> know what? You. And it wasn't because we had a special pass because right. that that was one yes. spot. It was almost oh. like why is there a special pass? I didn't feel like it helped us. That much. Yeah, it was oh, yeah, okay. it was like oh. eight different wines. Uh, well, did okay. you get a special. A glass? Wasn't there no, no. It was, you got a little purple a, bag. There, yeah, oh, and there
4: was a souvenir. No, I think everybody got a bag. No. In. Nope. Oh, it was just. Nope. Us. Okay. Well, you got. You <laughs> yeah. got a. your yeah. There, there was a special place to sit in a tent, and, attend, and yeah. they had, they had
5: a little bit of food, but it, it was yeah. okay. I mean,
0: wasn't? Yeah. No. I heard the food was just, you know.
5: Eh. Yeah,
0: exactly. So if you
5: ever go to a wine festival, just pack your own food. Well, it
0: depends upon the. It depends on pack the your rolls. own food is never a yeah. bad idea if you're yeah. allowed to bring it in.
2: Yeah,
0: um, But uh, you never. It depends upon the wine festival. Yeah. I mean, if you go to a wine festival in Napa. Oh my God. And you uh, go to uh, the yeah. VIP tasting. Yeah. It's a whole different world. Right. right. I yeah, have right. right.
2: that, and it's worth <laughs> it. But, yeah. yeah, but, but a lot pricey. of
0: these regional <laughs> uh, areas that are growing, budding wine scenes. Not to get off topic here, but Maryland. Uh, would be one of, one example of them. They, they skew this way and other ones are starting to mature into something else. Uh, one of our neighboring states, Virginia, is moving a little bit that direction and a little bit further north here in New York State is moving that direction. So maybe those on the VIP you might see more of the wines you are tending to gravitate towards I guess in and your maybe you
4: could actually daily buy
0: life maybe what?
4: You can actually buy them oh, Maybe you could actually <laughs> buy them there.
0: Okay.
6: I'm still a little bitter.
0: <laughs> just a little. Now I want little. to taste
6: this delicious Why did he let you I taste it if But we have to say, we did <laughs> it up tailgating wise. We, we, we did. Got, yeah. We brought a lot of really good it's snacks. The guys,
5: recipes, Yeah. yeah.
0: Bread, I mean, well, we were, you know, we were appetizers. complimenting the naan, and then there were these yes. bacon rabbit dates, which, I mean, wrap bacon around anything in, in a, <laughs> a, but those and dates really goes off uh, yeah. well against each other. And, We're
5: just missing limoncello. We're yeah. missing oh, limoncello right. and all the cheese. Limoncello. Limoncello get down.
0: Get out the
4: cheese limoncello.
0: But uh, shall we move on to the fourth selection in the fourth yes. line? Yes, all yes, right. yes. Here we go.
7: Спасибо.
5: de Printemps by Debussy,
8: a setting of
5: a poem by Paul Bourget, and it's likening spring to the son of April, as if he was actually a boy, um, dressed in a green doublement, doublement, um, dancing like a fool. And on his shoulder, one is a nightingale, the other is a blackbird. And the blackbird is all of those that are unloved. And the nightingale is all those that have unrequited love. And so it's kind of this dark, actual dark um, perspective on coming of spring. You think about spring as being requited love, you know, (laughs) people falling in love. Mm -hmm. But um, it also goes along with another poem that Debussy also set, which is Paysage Sentimental, which is about the winter and about remembering a love that happened during the winter that is now dead. Um, so those two go beautifully together, and I, I worked on them for my senior recital in um, in college. And Dawn Upshaw was my favorite recording of this, and it's actually from her recording uh, the CD called Forgotten Songs, mm. songs that are not done very often. That um, the
0: pianist is, uh, is like James know. Levine on this recording
5: yeah. may very well be yeah, I another hack. <laughs> Another hat. another person has no idea what they're doing. Yes, but I just love the way she she's so not afraid to take chances with her voice, like the way on the very high note she starts it sends a vibrato or no vibrato, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, and then lets it grow and she, you know, she's not afraid to not use vibrato and to mm-hmm. sometimes let her voice be very sparkling and sometimes mm-hmm. she darkens it and and she uses it to help um, tell the story. And to paint the text, which the pianist is doing as well. You know, it talks about he's dancing down this road of flowers and in springtime and you can see the pianist like creating that in your mind. Mm -hmm. You know, of all the Mm -hmm. flowers I just imagine like Fantasia where all the flowers are budding out and (laughs) he's walking down this summer road and And the sun is shining.
0: And they're bursting
5: out with each of the, you know, crescendos in the piano. Um, so it's so since being introduced to them. In undergrad they've always been um, two of my favorite settings. Mm. Uh, And Don Upshaw, of course, is
1: one of my favorite singers.
4: Slightly depressing subject, but you know. (laughs) Yes.
5: Yeah, very kind of dark outlook on on spring. Especially for art song.
4: Isn't that kind of funny? Because usually art song is like a lament or you know, yes, either it's lovely and pretty and kind of bittersweet. Yeah. And,
5: yeah. and if you're listening to it, you don't know what she's singing yeah. about, mm-hmm. you would think it's just a very jolly, happy song. Yeah. But there's this dark quality to it as well yeah. in the, it, in it, the
0: poetry. It's, and it's up to that artist to uh, reconcile that juxtaposition of mm-hmm. the darkness of the poetry against the, the liveness of springtime that is coming forth from the music and, and making mm-hmm. them come together in the hmm mm-hmm
5: and that's what's so me like with art song you really have to serve the music you can't serve yourself as well, a the singer to
2: serve yeah. the text yeah.
5: so yeah. you start, have to serve the poet and the composer and it's about giving the truest performance that you can of what was intended mm-hmm. not necessarily of what not what, you want, what, you, want, not yeah, what yeah. you want and not right. of showing off what you can do mm-hmm. but what can you do to serve this piece
1: mm-hmm. but i think it's funny that you know, when and when you do that, there are some truly glorious moments that really highlight yes. the singer. It's kind of funny in that when you are living to serve the text, I guess the karma is that you really get to show off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's, it's a to. different kind yeah. of showing off right. it's yeah. because
2: it's not it's not virtuosity per se, but to really evoke the kind of you know right. text painting and and, and sort of um, overall image of a piece, um, it it takes a lot of technique and a lot of skill a lot of control to really pull it off beautifully and and I find a lot more variety in art song. You can listen to the same song done by 20 singers and you don't find the same sort of traditions that bind an operatic performance. You will find 10 completely distinct totally valid interpretation why do you think that is i think because the poetry is a lot more complicated yeah i find (laughs) as opposed to you know it's poetry more than prose and um it's not bound by these sort of restrictions that you know one singer interpreted you know or created a a a character in an opera so you always go back to that as your resource or someone that you know a norma you would go to like a college whereas um with an art song, you go to the poetry, you don't necessarily know these singers, you know, who created it or who was created for, and you have sort of a template. Um, but you have the template not only of the poet, but also the composer, and you don't think as much of the singer that interpreted it, or yeah. who it was written for. Yeah. Because often they weren't written for singers, they were written to be performed in salons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. the, there's not the same sort of um, limitation. I, I think it's yeah. more. Yeah, it's more. I find intimate. it more freeing. It's more yeah. intimate, and yeah. I
1: think it's one of those things that, because it is poetry, and versus opera, where it's like this is a happy song. Yes. Or, this is a happy <laughs> aria. Yeah. You know. Um, this is where you're you going to sing very loudly. That, yeah. and you don't have all that character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you don't have all that recit or, or whatever or all those scenes. You know, this this poetry is all what you interpret, and I I would it would be interesting to like maybe you you would journal your experiences Mm -hmm. with this with these two art songs and then later in life See what it means. Your, to you it changes. Would be yeah. so entirely different based yeah. on your life experiences. Yep. I, so absolutely, I think that yeah. ties into what you're saying yeah. about it's true.
2: Yeah. why art song is so great. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And it can be personal because with poetry, if you read poetry you, when you're a teenager, right. it means a lot yeah. of different things than when you read it as, as a full fledged yes. adult. Yes. Yes. It's the same thing for me with art song. I sing a lot of art song. I love art song. I did, you know, song fest. I I really do love song. But if I look at the songs that I learned then and I re-sing them now as a more mature person, okay, older, it's different. I've had a lot more experiences (laughs) that color my interpretations. Mm -hmm. And they're different, they're both valid, Mm -hmm. but you come at it to, you know, you come at the poetry and the text from a different yeah. Perspective, and also you're coming in it with your voice. You
5: know your voice more now. Your voice has hopefully, gro- yes. hopefully, <laughs> yeah. grown more.
2: You know more yeah. what you can do with it. Yeah. You know your boundaries, and but for me, the difference between art song and an aria for me is, um, I take a lot more risks when I sing art songs. Yes, and it's always risks that are that are grounded in the poetry, um, mm-hmm. and it changes more. I don't feel as bound by the expectations mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. traditions that that when you're singing an audition with an aria, they are looking for certain things and right. certain selections yeah. uh-huh. that you have conditioned yourself when Can you coach you them it? to do and that is how you are judged. When you sing an art song, people want to feel something. They, they may not know the words to the, the poetry, but they get an affect based on how you interpret it.
6: Mm-hmm. And
2: your interpretation matters more than right. the how you approach these technical yeah. challenges. Yes.
7: Yeah. You know, Absolutely. we all know
2: that that was technically gorgeous Spot singing, on. but I got a more of a flavor of, of the intention of the song with these yeah. art songs that we've yeah. listened to than anything else. That's what I leave with, you know. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that they're amazing singers who are technically gifted, that's that's gravy, you know. Yeah. For me, yeah. I would yeah. I would listen to a singer with less technical experience who has a different interpretation, and also think that that's valid if it serves the text. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to me that's sure. the difference, and yeah. I will get off my soapbox. Yeah. Yeah. No, it,
1: was, it was an excellent. No, I, I think so it was an excellent. Right? Yeah. Yes. Excellent. Uh, excellent. Definition. No,
0: I think you really touched on the things like one of the reasons you have all that freedom in art song that you don't have in opera is there are less pieces involved, meaning. Mm-hmm. Mechanics, you, you know, it's yeah. there's usually piano, vocalist, yeah, sometimes you know, and you can get to orchestrated art song, but yeah, you, the vast majority yeah. of it is piano, singer, maybe out a flute, maybe out a violin, so there's less moving pieces, you have a lot more freedom. Mm. And what you were talking about when you're going to audition for opera, the reason they're looking for certain things is because you, you don't have those latitudes, no, nope. you've right. got you know. <laughs> 30 50s 80 instruments in the pit you've yeah. got you know lights and and set pieces mm-hmm. and dancers or whatever else going on that all might come to bear on how you how that piece has to go yeah well,
5: you and can't so, take the time where you want right, it you, no. can't, you know, <laughs> the the you, know there, you have sometimes <laughs> you know
0: the, the the wonderful musicians find ways to make Within those constraints, yeah, yes. um, but there's a lot more freedom in our songs. Yeah,
3: at
0: the end yep. of the day. Yep. A yes. lot
3: more. And you're singing in you know, a generally a more intimate. Um, oh yeah. So you don't have to sing right.
5: huge. Yeah. Exactly. You can you can let yourself yeah. be truly a pianissimo.
2: And it's super vulnerable. Like to hear someone like oh, Jesse yeah. Norman with his huge voice yep. scale back her sound to serve the music and and the feeling of that piece that we heard, is, is incredible. Yep. It just really is. Um, and I would love to be in that room, you know, to experience, you know, that kind of intimate setting mm-hmm. with piano and voice. It's different. Than very different.
0: Yeah. Just like this fourth wine is very different. It is. It yes, it is. I liked it. I
2: liked
4: different. it. It's tasty. It's, a, it's sweet. Yeah. Um, and it almost, it had an effervescence
1: to it. Like yes. It wasn't a
4: sparkling wine, I don't think. No. But it had like a, like as this. soon as you tasted it, it was like, whew, yeah. in your mouth.
1: Yeah.
6: <laughs> it's nice. Yep. Yeah. I'm good, a fan. I like it. I like that
0: too. <laughs> it was sweet, but it had um, acidic backbone to it, yeah. so it finished on a drier side of sweet yeah. instead yeah. of a syrupy, cloying sweet mm-hmm. like yeah. you've had, yeah. you know, anything syrupy. It, it mm-hmm. had drier finish to it, which made it actually kind of refreshing for mm-hmm. a sweet wine, yes. which was nice. Um, it, if there was a fruit in it, I'm trying. it's something tropical. I... I'm not sure what. But like it's like a
4: mango-y.
0: Maybe See, mango, peach, maybe kiwi, no. or something, peach, or,
4: yeah, but yeah, and even like a peach peach creme creme. But definitely a peach. Yeah. It had almost like a little yeah. bit of a coconut.
0: Yeah, but it was, <laughs> but it wasn't. Again, it, this wasn't a sweet fruit bomb. There wasn't, you know, like I'm sure some of you tasted out there today <laughs> <Wow>. something <laughs> akin to say a, a wine cooler. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. That way we had
5: yeah. one that was like grape no, juice. No like it was so
0: syrupy um but no this is good so now's the time where i ask you what your favorite of the four were and then i'll pour that while we listen to the next selection because we're of course still on the hiatus from on the way to the dump Uh, three for you okay four for you four for you one. One for you.
6: I forget the order. <laughs> the rosé. The rosé, that? that was number two. two. number two. All right. Anything yeah.
0: for you, Heather? I'm good. You're good. I know you're good. driving soon. So I'll good. try to remember those, pour those as I play the next song.
3: We've had a lot of
0: wine. Yes, we have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love this. I
2: was going to think. Sorry. I'm going to this. The silence of myself.
6: that was mine. I'm really excited. I love that song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm so glad you picked that. So that was Joy Alone um, from the song cycle Natural Selection by Jake Hagee. Oh, Jake Of course. Yes. Yeah. The soprano was Nicole Foland and the pianist was Jake oh, nice. um, Hagee. Yeah, this is from, I think the album was recorded in 1999. Sounds about right. Um And uh, I picked it. it. The poet is Jenny Savage and <sighs> the whole song cycle, I think it's maybe five or six. Five. five, Five total, okay, so this is the fifth song this is the final yeah. one in the cycle um, and the whole cycle takes you through this woman she is really struggling to find herself and figure out her life um, so I've sung number two and number five, number two is Animal Passion that's the so, best, yeah, Animal Passion <laughs> Sorry, it's really awesome. is a, totally like a tango piece. yeah, it's like a, a tango and it's very sexual and she's Going on like this sexual revolution and adventure, yeah. <laughs> um, she's a cat. Yeah. <laughs> she's a cat? Um, mm. But number five, this joy alone talks about how she really goes out into nature and she's finally by herself and she's finally comes to peace of where with where she is in her life. And I just had—I mean, it was perfect for yeah. the theme mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. of all the nature images and. And just, I really like the way that Jake Hagee um, set the text, too. Mm-hmm. Um, he changes meter a lot, mm-hmm. so it can be difficult for the singer, yep. um, counting-wise, uh, <laughs> but, oh, <yeah.
0: laughs> but... Singers p- need to learn to count Yeah, yes, that's right. <laughs>
6: Singers but the payoff no, no, not
7: Sopranos.
5: <laughs> sopranos sing, everybody else follows.
2: <laughs> no. Yes,
6: so um, I'm glad you chose that one, Jay. Well, it's so that funny,
2: because, like, I... I would have picked this. This would have been my selection. So I'm so glad you picked this. But yeah, this is to me. This is the nature piece, and this was like my favorite piece through undergrad. I did Songfest, so I actually worked on this with um, Oh, Cool. So oh, this well. this song reminds me of him, and <laughs> like a lot. Of, sorry, not to t- no, no, no. I really no, 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 it's a really great experience. This song to me has meant so much because you know you it's it's not just about being in nature, but it's about being okay with yourself and yep. being by yourself you know which is a lot of our struggle I think as singers and yeah. people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and finding joy within and without I think it's without, yeah. not just singers
0: I think it's people. Yeah, yeah. people. It's the
2: human finding finding condition. joy mm-hmm. alone I mean which is really I mean it's the title of the song and also recognizing the surroundings around you and the, you know the <laughs> chipmunks and the. Yeah. I mean, it's just like it's such a great song yeah, it is. about just like acceptance and being by yourself and enjoying that and what's around you like really being awake to nature around yeah. you it's yes. such a beautiful it's such a beautiful yeah. it's i really it's do well love it.
1: it's well composed yeah yeah he yes. really Good does job. Job.
2: Right. he really does yeah. for the
1: the voice for the voice so well. yeah. yeah it's funny i think it's with all of these selections you, you really hear when somebody is kind yes. <laughs> yes. Knows, yeah yes well and he and wrote this for how.
2: her for nicole oh. i believe oh, this one okay. is dedicated really? to her i yeah. should check Okay, but I'm pretty sure, you know, because this I think he wrote this around the time he was working at San Francisco Opera, and he was just writing for a lot of the singers that were there. Mm-hmm. So like Renee Fleming, he wrote for, and right. other singers that came through. Wow. Um, what, a, what a special Tough gift. gift. Tough. Yeah. I mean, but he wasn't yeah. working as a musician at that time. He was, you know, trained, obviously, as, as a musician, but that wasn't his job. A lot of us can relate to that. Yeah. You know, so he took advantage of where he was, and wrote these pieces and singers respond to it because it's well written mm-hmm. yeah. especially for the voice yeah. and you know it's yeah, yeah nice. great yeah.
0: selection i would never heard it before yeah no, me when i listened to it i was like yeah oh yeah <laughs>
2: yeah that's a great one Excellent the whole choice. cd is pretty fantastic yeah, you guys should nice. check it out
0: will do it's good stuff
2: yeah
0: and all of you listeners should check it out yeah too. exactly so should we uh, reveal the wine? Yeah, we yeah.
4: shall. Oh, All righty.
0: Uh, wine, uh, wine number one, which Megan picked uh, for her favorite at the end, was from Knob Hall Winery, the Vidal Blanc Reserve. Oh, very nice. Who picked? Who selected this? Megan and I. Megan and, and Paige. Okay. Yeah. Good, job, um, good. good job, ladies. Um, did you learn anything? It says Cumberland Valley AVA, so that's out western yes. Maryland, so cooler climate. Oh. Um, yeah,
4: it is. And uh, that was it was actually the first um, tent that we went to before we went to the VIP tent. Oh,
0: so it wasn't in the VIP. No. Oh. So we
4: yeah the, we were unable to purchase anything
0: from the VIP. Tent. <laughs> so the VIP, oh, they, you couldn't buy anything there. Well,
4: I think a few of we them. didn't try any. We, we didn't. Well, I looked at some of the others, and when I went and asked because wanted to buy it. They said that a lot of the VIP wines that because they're limited release, they did not bring them today uh, to purchase. Oh, Alright. And I said so VIP was a whole <laughs> cheese. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A, cheese. yeah, but so we we tasted this one and um, and we really liked that it, it had that nice bright acidity. Um, and it, yeah. Megan really liked it, I think. Yeah. yeah. You know, so she picked it as her favorite I was together. gonna
3: say <laughs> that um, you in your when you first talked about it. You said, wow, this goes well with seafood and I just
2: want to let you know that in the blurb, that's
0: exactly what it oh, says. To go and see fish. Yeah. Pretty sure Jay has a pretty good, yeah. uh, <laughs> a pretty good outlet, yeah. I would yeah. say. Um, <laughs> nice. I, I thought that was an excellent <laughs> yeah. pick. I mean, I honestly, I think was, all of these were great fish. So oh, I enjoyed to say all how much of them.
4: It was? Oh, yeah. I don't know how much was it. Too much. It was too much. It was twenty-two dollars. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. Breaking um, the bank. It was really good. I'm not sure about breaking the bank, but twenty-two dollars um, when. I think you probably could get better wines for that price from other places in yeah. the world yeah. or as good for less.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So. Without question. Without question. And, sh- and should, we, should
4: we mention, sorry, I know you're about to reveal number two, but um, just so that our, our listeners don't, if you don't know Maryland wine, oh. the reason that they're that expensive is not that they're trying to jip you, but that they're usually small Production. Yeah. Small production mm-hmm. and so they can't they they have to charge that much in order to, to cover costs. Yeah, to Shop like local. you know have a vineyard. So support yeah. anyway. your local vineyard, yes. <laughs> Alright, number two, sorry.
0: Number no, it's great. Number two, the rose, is from oh. Royal, oh, Royal Rabbit. Royal. Oh. It's okay. called uh I'm trying to read this upside down. Uh
2: Chatelaine's like, Blush. Yeah. Chatelaine's Blush, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Oh. They had a couple other good wines, actually. Yes, yes. the Thanks, Duke. Roy. the one you like.
6: Yeah, yeah, I love the yeah. Roy.
0: All right, so that was Heather and Annie's pick? Yes. Yeah.
6: That yeah. was our pick. That was also the first wine we tasted, but it just stuck with us. Yeah. yeah. We liked it. Um, it's a family-owned vineyard, and Roy was the most personable and um, generous of all <laughs> of the uh, <laughs> wines. Very sweet, and he yes. seems to know he's what he's ridiculous. doing in
1: terms of, you know, he would be a neat guy to sit down and, and have a glass of wine with and, and chat with, with how he grows his wines and what like, grapes he uses and all this stuff. He knows yes. his stuff. It yeah,
6: yeah, it's, stuff. it's, it's Royal of. Rabbit Vineyards in Parkton, Maryland. Treat you park yourself Royal. That's kind of close. Yes. Yes. That's
4: very close. Yeah, no, it is, yeah. it
0: is relatively local yeah. uh, to Baltimore. And the other thing, um, I, I heard the ladies, when he heard, we're going to give a wine women's song shout out because we understand he gave you the the wholesale price because yes. it's going to be on the podcast, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, sure. right. Excellent idea. Yeah. So yeah. what's awesome. the normal
4: price of that, the retail price? Um, Which one is it? I want to say
6: it was like Oh, the blush, blush is $19.99.
2: dollars okay. okay, all right. Yeah. All right, okay. there we go. There
6: you go. All yes. right.
2: But yeah, we did their dries and, and I liked them. Yeah, you you have have but I had like already good. bought, we had already bought our wine, so. We'd already had so much sweet. That wasn't actually sweet. Yeah.
0: So now a third wine, the red, uh, wine uh, was again Knob Hall Winery what? oh you liked
6: this yeah, I did like this from
0: uh, and it's a Petit Verdot yeah, I'll be style. honest with you I would not have picked that as the grape from tasting it yeah. I, I would have picked it more Cabernet Franc-esque
2: they had some Cab yeah. Franc there um,
0: well.
5: I liked that better than when I tried it at the beginning of the day, oh. I liked it better and then before after all, all, the sweets sweets. We all the sweets. Yeah, and then we had it distraught. now. Yeah.
3: I agree yeah. uh, because when we were drinking it just now, I thought that doesn't taste like what I tried. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the, the can sweet get changed. really, really yeah. changes it your palate. Really changes yeah. it. it, yeah. it. When, so yeah. I have
4: a little, a little story to tell about that. Is it? Um, so we we were over there, and I, we were. It was the first one we went to, and he they actually a lot of places didn't have lists for you to like mark huh. on or anything, but yeah. he had oh, one, and so. So we were marking, and I was asking what grapes were in certain uh, wines. And so then that was actually one on the premium one. Mm. And he's like, well, let me give you a taste of this. And we were like, okay. So we tasted it. We're like, oh, yeah, that's a good red. We're like, all right. Yeah. So we kept it in our minds. Yeah. And when it was time yeah. to go back, we're yeah. like, okay, that's what we're grabbing. That was so, my numbers, too. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Yeah. So this was, and actually, and how much did this retail for? Too much again. It was thirty-eight.
4: Thirty-eight dollars.
0: So thirty-eight dollars.
7: Yeah. Oh,
0: I'm now so thinking worthy. of the wines I could get for thirty-eight dollars.
6: Yeah. yeah. Um, Molly
0: um, Duker. But yeah. right, Molly yeah. Duker, Right. Don't like my hat I'm wearing today. Yeah. But no, so So uh, lovely. Well, it was. A, it's a lovely wine yeah, though. Really enjoyed this, um, and it sounds to me like some of you also enjoyed it more
7: before, before you would
0: had the sweet wine yeah. so that, yeah. that's a good lesson to everybody not just here but who's listening about there. there's a reason that we taste certain things in certain orders yeah. because of what it can how it can affect one's palate right. so no, that's that's absolutely. really good
2: yeah I all mean right. when Kim and I were tasting toward the end I said no sweet wines because I was yeah, I knew we my palate had right yeah yeah, yeah. We we're done all
0: right and then uh, did you get a picture of that last one I did. okay so then the uh, fourth wine is uh, Solomon's <laughs> Island oh. Mist, yes. Savion Blanc, It's the
2: wine cooler. It's, your wine cooler. <laughs> it's our wine cooler. wine, wine cooler. It's our favorite oh, it says wine cooler. Kiwi pear. Yeah, you were totally on. <laughs> you said
5: kiwi. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, wow. So did. kiwi. I was like,
5: really could get <laughs> that on. kiwi from it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We well, felt- it's so funny. I was just in Wegman's picking up the cheese for this the other day, and they had this section where where they had all these exotic fruits, mm. and I actually took extra time. To like pick up all the different things and smell them Mm -hmm. just rub Mm -hmm. the skin a little bit like a scratch and sniff kind of thing and and i remember i was like oh i'll do kiwi kiwi again let's refresh the memory (laughs) but that's how sometimes you can one can get all of those sensory things and remind them of the sensory things when they're trying to figure out what Mm -hmm. things are in their palate and i'm one of those weird people who does that so i can say things like yeah no you got the kiwi it's
2: great
0: So like and we and so we talked about this as well and uh and how some of people oh, that, so that was Gabby was and Mike. Gabby yeah. and Gabby. when in Rome,
2: <laughs> when in Rome we were like <laughs> you know rare. what Sweet you know, I, I, did. Did. I thought it was the best of our wine coolers. Yes. That was yes.
6: our favorite yeah of the wine. So We As liked well. that one yeah. too. the Solomon Island. Yeah. Yeah. the best
0: of the... Megan best
4: and of the of I considered. didn't taste any, so we can
0: <laughs> <judge. laughs> <laughs> You didn't have the full experience. Yes, yeah. Let's Literally just say not. that, right? Well, now you
3: did. Yeah. Thanks to Wow, we
0: well, this has been wonderful. And, I, you know, I, I'm not saying we're going to do this again soon, but I hope we certainly do this, this so again. Fun.
2: This is cool. Napa? Yeah. Yeah. The
0: budget is going to have to go up, but we're going to have to get some major family. Out there i'm just saying um, yeah get but a place uh, to stay. <laughs> but yes i we I, we totally will do this maybe not more than once a year because it's a, it's a thing yeah yes. uh, it's, it's a yeah. little yeah. bit it's of an endeavor to get out it's here. a
2: happening but um
0: you know we do hope that today we also got to grow a little bit of the listenership um and uh we certainly say support and drink global wine but before we go yeah so
3: yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah. before yeah which is what we're doing here yeah yes. uh and uh, but before we go, uh, I I asked uh, Gabby to pick our playout song early on. That's why she didn't have a selection earlier, and I guess she feels like she did. I feel since, like
2: I did because I would have picked Joyful. <laughs> <that's funny. laughs>
0: but, uh, but Gabby, you want to tell us a little bit about the playout sure. song? Sure. So to? the
2: playout song is from like my probably my favorite pop artist ever is Nina Simone. <gasps> oh um, yeah. So this I would try to pick something a little more upbeat. Um, you'll probably recognize the song, so I won't ruin it. But um. Nisamon's one of my favorite artists of all time. Just great contraltoy voice, amazing yep. pianist, wonderful artist. So I don't really think it needs any. I think than it's that. perfect.
0: yeah, yeah. Right. Here
8: we go. It's a classic. Mm-hmm. Birds flying high, you know how I feel. Yes. Sun in the sky, you know how I feel. Breeze drifting on by, you know how I feel.